Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, <laughs> SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MTM. If you're ever wondering what we're talking about, sometimes we come back on TV and we're talking and we're not on the mics yet. If you ever wonder what we're talking about, you should keep on wondering because it's usually the best stuff, but we can never actually put it on the airwaves. Oh, know? it's like a big grape, nice and juicy. <laughs> <laughs> we got FCC regulations we got to abide by. I'm Coulter Nuanas. He's Rajim Seabrook. Welcome in to hour number two. If you missed anything at hour number one, feels like we've been going for four hours because we started doing this a couple hours before the show started, pre-recording for the rest of the week as well. So Rajim, you'll get a double dose of him. Uh, this week, you'll hear him on Friday as well. And actually, yeah, triple, triple. triple dose, because we got ESPN College Game Day uh, as well. More on that in just a minute. But missing anything in the first hour of the show, we talked uh, our way around the Grizz ticket situation and uh, the quarterback battle between Montana and North Dakota State. We also heard from Sam Herter, Hero Sports, live, t- talking all things FCS playoffs. We also talked about Idaho and their transfer portal situation, specifically Giovanni McCoy and Anthony Woods and what that means for the Vandals. Talked about MSU, their portal situation, and what the Bobcats need to do to get back on the horse during this offseason. And we heard from Mike Anderson. He's the head coach of the Grizz hockey team. They are one of the hottest sports uh, teams in the state of Montana right now. Won six out of seven down the stretch uh, to finish up the first half with a 14 and 11 record. Beat Montana State uh, two to one on Saturday. One of the big, one of the great wins in the. The brief three-year history in this renewal of Grizz Hockey. So you can check out all of that on the Nuanas Now podcast. Proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And the MSU Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org. We will be live from the um, right next to the walking bridge. No longer in the Chamber of Commerce parking lot, but right across the way from the Chamber of Commerce parking lot, right there in front of our great friends at O'Reilly Auto Parts, right next to the University of Montana campus. We'll be going live from noon until 1.30 tomorrow, or excuse me, not tomorrow, Saturday, uh, leading up to the 2.30 kick between North Dakota State and uh, Montana. It's time now for our ESPN Roundtable. ESPN Roundtable is probably presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls, high school basketball is in full force. There's all sorts of games on. Paradise Falls, they have the ability to stream multiple games at a time. So if you want to go down there and check out high school sports all winter long, Paradise Falls has got it on for you. Also, the Grizz game is sold out. So if you need a place to watch it, you weren't lucky enough to get tickets, you can also head down to Paradise Falls. They'll have it on for you, 2.30 p.m. kick. They have uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, food and drink specials seven days a week. Go check out Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street, Missoula's coolest hot spot. Right, when you think about this uh, North Dakota State-Montana game, one factor that I'm so curious in is... Battle of the Borders, baby. I mean, one of the, one of the biggest factors North Dakota State has had over their opposition for so long, it's like 
It's, you were talking about Mike Tyson earlier. It's like the Mike Tyson proxy. When Mike Tyson was in its in his prime, he was so intimidating that he had more than half of his opponents beat psyched out before the fight even started. NDSU has had that. They sort of lost that the last little, two years. Two, I would say that. And that's Just fun- a little bit, right? Yeah, that's funny because what does that say right here? Not as solid as years past, but still solid nonetheless. That's right. But they got their swagger back last week. One of their yeah. losses during the regular season was to South Dakota at home. Oh, yeah. Well, they beat South Dakota down at South Dakota's place last week, 45-17. So uh, they have the swagger back. Oh, yeah. But this Grizz team seems like one that will not be intimidated. So what do you think of just sort of the the mental pre-fight of this uh, this contest? I think an unstoppable force is meeting an immovable object this weekend, my friend. Like, this is it. Especially when you consider what is, is, is on the line for this. This is for the chipper. It's time to go to Frisco, Texas, baby. Get out of get get out of the plains or get out of the Rocky Mountains, right? It's for, you get to punch your ticket and chill between now and that. Well, not necessarily chill, but relax. School is out. Kind of recalibrate mind, body, soul. It's going to be one for the ages. I think it'll be a game very uh, rem- reminiscent of last week. Like for it's sure. going to go back and forth. This is not going to be a cakewalk. This is not going to be easy for either team, especially for what's on the line, Coulter, and everyone else listening on their ride home. Hopefully on North Reserve, so yeah, you can listen to the whole show. Yeah, right there it is. But it's going to be a good game. The Great battle game. up, the battle up front is going to be legit. The Sundell kid, the left tackle, who's you know that has NFL yep. uh, aspirations, but also this one or two scout may be there to see him against. Uh, oh, they'll uh, be scouts. Chris, they'll be sure. scouts at this game. That kid's legit, like legit. Talk about a dancing bear. Tease for uh, tease for a little later uh, tomorrow during the second hour. Jalen Sundell will join us. So Bingo. I always I always get a, a, whenever whenever there's NDSU crossovers, I always get the, one of their offensive linemen on because. Chances are, if you're the best offensive lineman at NDSU, first of all, uh, you are a stud. Second of all, you're probably going to the NFL. And third of all, you're probably, as Matt Entz said after the national championship game two years ago, he said, most programs, their cult heroes and the guys that all the fans worship are the quarterbacks and the receivers. Fargo, North Dakota, the cult heroes are the offensive linemen. They love them. I mean, it's the offensive line school, man. They have as many guys in the NFL on their offensive line than anybody. So I always try to make sure to give the big boys some love. So Jalen Sunday will join us tomorrow uh, here on Nuanas Now. Yeah, so I, I, I love this kid. I've watched tape on him uh, several times this week already, and he is just a joy to watch and a mauler. He like is. He is a he's he does really well in pass protection on that blind side, but I think his forte is he's 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 a road paver. Yes. And uh, once you get to that edge and he he hooks those big old ham hocks into you, man, it's it's a long night no matter who is across the line of scrimmage from him. Great position versatility, too, because he broke in the starting lineup as a guard. guard. Then he was an all-conference center last year, yeah. and now he's all American and left tackle. So he's got a lot of uh, athleticism and versatility as well, and they always do a great job there uh, on the offensive front. So what do you think of that matchup? The Grizz defensively are so fast and aggressive, and they tackle so well in space. They are not big, though. Alex Gubner's the big boy in the middle. He goes about 285. That's slightly below average for a you know a true nose Interior, guard. Interior, yeah, nose but guard. The, I mean, the DNs, I mean, Hayden Harris is about 220, 225. Kale Edwards is about 225. They're not big, but they're really, really explosive, long, rangy. And the linebackers, they're all, you know, just right off the Montana conveyor belt. 6'1", 225 from small town and Montana. And hits you like an anvil that's, and a hammer. That's right. But NDSU is, as always... 
Yeah. Super stout up front. So what do you think of just that, that match of NDSU's offensive front versus uh, Montana's defensive front? Well, it gives credence to what I said just mere moments ago, my friend. This is That's exactly what's going to keep this game kind of between the 30s and, and, and close is because you have athletic – I mean, there's athleticism across the board, but explosive athletic players on the defensive side of the ball for the Grizz against the big hog mollies up front for, for, for North Dakota. I think that both give – both are, are a credit – and, and a chagrin to themselves um, during the game, but that's just the ebb and flow of, of football. That's the ebb and flow of sports and or life. So I, I, I think that the, the battle up front is what's going to predicate and dictate this game going forward. Another question I have for you, Cole Wisniewski, the senior safety for North Dakota State. He's, sick. He's coming up here in just a minute. Uh, and we're going to get into all of the different elements of this matchup on ESPN College Game Day Absolutely. on Saturday as well. But the other side I find fascinating too because the Grizz offensive line has been good this year. But, mm-hmm. but they've also had to do some things to mitigate some of their weaknesses. That's great coaching on their part. Yep. The wider splits, certainly, to help create more of a like a moving shield so Clifton McDowell can roll out in the pocket and it sort of mitigates some of their pass pro weaknesses. A little bit. Last we saw week, that last week. Last week, though, Furman, they saw the, the wide splits and they Exposed. said, hey, we're not playing this game. Everybody else, like when you watch the Montana State film, the Cats were totally playing into it. They're like, oh, you got wide splits? We'll go wide splits. And then the Grizz were just gashing them up the middle. Furman said, no, no, no. We're lining up in those gaps, and we're shooting those gaps. And that's what they did. And they had a whole bunch of tackles for loss. They completely erased Montana's running backs. Now you got NDSU, who's going to be as good talent-wise as Furman and probably better scheme-wise because they run a bunch of the twists and line games that are so customary to their their system. So what do you think of that part of the matchup? Do the Grizz have to adjust? The Grizz do have to adjust. I think there was a little bit of tinkering last week. Uh, like, don't... Don't go away with what got you there. The wider splits did For not sure. work, and that's a good way to get guys like Clifton McDowell knocked upside his dome piece. The other part of that is it totally negated Eli Gilman's ability to be as explosive as he's been all year. He wins the Jerry Rice Award, and then you go away with what got him there. Like it just doesn't. It didn't gel. He's, so he's receiving the uh, the marked man treatment though too. Oh, right? absolutely, I mean, absolutely. Since he won, absolutely. since he won the award, I mean Delaware and Furman were like, all right. The one guy that's not going to beat us is the freshman. I mean, he's been just getting, they've been just swarming at this guy. Oh, totally. Um, but the adjustments, the in-game adjustments to narrow the splits down to create more pocket uh, uh Protection for Clifton did work out from about the second to midway the third quarter, and then they kind of went back to the wide splits again, just to kind of tinker, if you will. Um, it'd be interesting to see what NDSU learns from the game, uh, the Grizz Furman game from last week, to see if they can continue to exploit some of those things. Uh, but at the same time, I think that a lesson has been learned uh, in Grizz Nation that hey, let's 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 go with what got us here, and let's maintain that. ESPN Roundtable, probably presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls is a great place to gather with family and friends alike. They have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Convenient and friendly on the south side of town. Check them out at 3621 Brook Street, Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. Let's hear from one of the Bison's best players. Well, a matchup a long time in the making, but also a rematch of last year's playoffs. North Coast State in town to take on Montana Saturday afternoon. Tickets sold out in about 15 minutes. I think people were pretty excited about having the Bison in town. We'll join now by uh, North Coast State senior Cole Wisneski. He's a uh, all Missouri Valley safety and uh, leads the country right now in interceptions. Cole, thanks for taking a minute for us, man. How you doing? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me on. First of all, when it comes to just... Uh, when you contemplate this matchup, I know you played Montana in the past and you played them last year in the playoffs, but uh, what do you guys think of this opportunity? What do you guys think of coming to Missoula? 
man, it's, an, it's a wonderful opportunity. I think I think we're all excited. Uh, we've played a lot of a lot of similar teams this year, and we've we, we've seen the stadium, and and I think we're really excited to come out there, and it's going to be a phenomenal atmosphere um, against a great team. So we're really looking forward to it. Being on the road in general, that's not been a common factor in North Dakota State's playoff runs in the past, but now you guys have been on the road for almost a month now. So what's it been like just playing away from the Fargo Dome? Yeah, I'd be lying to you if I said it was it was uh, the same on the road. Um, it's, it's tough going into uh, unfamiliar uh, stadiums and, and uh, trying to compete with, with the home fans, but it's, it's been a lot of fun. The guys have really, really enjoyed this, uh, this, this road game warrior mentality. Well, it's kind of cool for you guys, too, because you got to play in Bozeman, which is one of the great atmospheres in, in the FCS. Then you got to play last week at the Dakota Dome, which is also a good atmosphere. Now you get to play at Montana, which is you know right up there with the Fargo Dome. is one of the best atmospheres as well. So do you think the last couple of weeks have kind of prepared you for this one? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm sure I've, I've heard just wonderful things about about how uh, how the fans are at the stadium. So I'm sure it's going to be even even more so. But yeah, definitely, especially playing out at out in Bozeman. That was I think that game is probably a huge help in preparing us. Uh, just for expectation a little bit on what this game is going to be like. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that, too. I was in the post-game press conference there in Bozeman. What a thrilling game, an unbelievable ending. But I know you talked about it there, but tell tell our audience, hear me, what was your reaction when when uh, Hunter Potches busts through the line and, and blocks the extra point? Yeah, I was just in disbelief. I mean, I was I was also trying to get there and get, get the block, and when I heard the thud thud, I was in, I was in disbelief that it happened. Uh, it was such a such a, a tight a tight game throughout the throughout the course and for it to end like that abruptly it was it was awesome especially especially for it to happen to a guy like Hunter. Kozeski joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. He's a senior safety for North Dakota State. NDSU comes to Missoula on Saturday, and right now they're leading the country uh, in interceptions. And this young man, uh, the leader in the country individually in interceptions as well. So, uh, Cole, what's been the key to that? I mean, how have you guys been able to take the ball away, especially when it comes to just taking the ball out of the air? I have to give a lot of credit to my teammates. I mean, I want to say at least half my interceptions came on on some sort of pressure, getting into the quarterback's face and having him throw a uh, uh, ill-advised throw and, and just making the most of the opportunity. Other than that, it's just been uh, probably holding disguise and, and really making the quarterback try to work and process and, and just going after it and attacking the ball when it's in the air. And obviously, I mean, the takeaway margin is such a key stat. And, you know, sometimes I think that there's too many stats in football. They're all great for people to kind of get a gauge on how, you know, a team plays or whatever. But it seems to be like takeaways and turnover margin are two of, if not the two most important stats. So, I mean, how much do you lean on that? And, uh, I mean, how much do you guys just consider that a high priority just in your guys' success? I mean, just being one side of the ball, uh, the turnover margin is, is a team stat for sure. And I, I agree completely with you. I think there's a lot of stats in football that might not even show uh, show the importance of how well the team is doing. But turnover margin is one of those stats that is a huge indicator. Um, and just on the defensive side of the ball, uh, just, just harping, trying to get the ball over, trying to create turnovers as much as possible. Um, and on the flip side, if the ball is turned over by our offense, uh, keeping our composure uh, and uh, and handling it just like it's it's another uh, it's another series, not letting momentum get too high or too low. But no, we definitely strive to 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 create turnovers and give our offense more opportunities with the ball. When it comes to just this season as a whole, I know you guys you, you, you dropped a couple there in the middle, but uh, then you got rolling down the stretch, and and now here you are, and and you won five in a row, including including three playoff games in a row. So. What was the turning point for you guys? I mean, what's been the turning point of this season for you? Yeah, I would say it would be the uh, 
the SDSU game is probably probably our biggest turning point. Um, just as a as a whole, knowing that you know we, we're gonna go, we can go and compete with anyone. Uh, in that game, I don't think the score really uh, really showed showed how how the game went. But but just from that point on, the guys just had a belief and a and a, and a love for one another to to not let one another down and play together as a unit, both offensively, defensively, and special teams. And just that was a huge turning point for us, and and just keeping keeping our momentum rolling, keeping this this brotherhood that we have in in our facility rolling. Cole Mazuski joining us here on New Otis Now, ESPN Radio, senior safety for North Dakota State. They make their way to Missoula on Saturday. Uh, th- that's one thing I'm just struck by, you know, covering North Dakota State sort of secondarily, but from abroad. I mean, every year it seems like we're doing interviews with North Dakota State guys when they're crossing over with the Big Sky teams and the playoffs. And and uh, to a man, everybody talks about sort of like the pride and tradition of, of NDSU. How much does that influence you guys just collectively, and how important is it to you, to you guys to uphold that? It's extremely important. Uh, the standard is something that we talk about a lot, dominating the standard, uh, the tradition that we have here. And we don't even, you wouldn't even have to talk about it because it's just so evident. Uh, through Oak Fall Camp, we have former players come in, former coaches come in and talk about their time at this place. And uh, it's, it's extremely important for the guys on this team to uphold the standard, the tradition that has been at NDSU for years, decades upon decades. And it just starts, and you can you can feel it when you walk in the room. You can feel it. Uh, the older you get, the more you, the more you feel by and pride. And uh, it's just it's a love for one another and the love for the people who came here before you. And it's super evident, especially on this team here, uh, as we've had to rally together throughout the season. Well, it seems like that's carried through. Uh, even through coaching changes, coaching staffs. I know there's an upcoming coaching change, but Coach Ent's certainly going to coach in the game on Saturday and beyond if you guys continue to to play and, can, and advance to Frisco. So, I mean, do you expect that? Do you expect the tradition and, and all the stuff we're talking about to sort of shine through? And, and what do you what, what do you think of just the fact that Coach Ents is, is going to a different opportunity? Yeah, obviously, uh, we, we love Coach Ents, and, and we love for him to be around, but it's another it's an opportunity for him. Uh, one thing that you can probably expect from NDSU coaches is, is, a, is an opportunity based on their coaching here. And uh, so it's not, not a huge surprise, I don't think, to guys on the team. But, you know, we talk about starting fast, starting fast and finishing faster um, or finishing stronger even. And, and this is a case where we want to we wanna help Coach Ents finish stronger than he started. So we're going to do everything we can to, uh, to send him out on his, his way with a – with the championship. Well, how about this matchup with Montana then? Montana's certainly evolved as the season's got along on offense, but lately, I'm sure most of the film you've been watching is from the, the last several games, and uh, the receiver's been playing really well. The quarterback's been sharp uh, and, and good at times. So uh, what's your evaluation of the Montana offense? Yeah, really, really good offense. Just as runners, really hard to, to tackle. Uh, some extremely, extremely well-balanced players that you can't just can't just hit him and expect him to go down. So tackling is going to be at a premium come Saturday. Uh, on the perimeter, some really dynamic playmakers at receiver, uh, whether it's in the slot or even out out on out wide. Uh, some really really fast, shifty guys who have made some really great plays on the ball. So they've done phenomenal job. Uh, even looking at their offensive line, uh, when I'm watching film on their offensive line, you don't ever see them uh, off balanced. Extremely balanced um, offensive line who plays. Plays with really, really, really well with their pad level, um, and just overall the offense. Uh, you can tell that why they're a successful team. 
Uh, you certainly can. Cole Wisniewski joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. He's the senior safety and captain for North Dakota State as they make their way uh, to Missoula. Uh, from your perspective, from the senior class's perspective, uh, what's that part been like? I mean, it's always an interesting deal, right? You know your college career is coming to a close, but you want to keep on playing. So how have you, you been sort of soaking up the moments and enjoying it while also pursuing these lofty goals? Yeah, well, fortunately, I, I do have one more year left. Oh, nice. So... Cool. The, uh, the senior status is a little has a little bit of an asterisk there by it, but uh, but no, absolutely. We want to send out the seniors on this team. We want every single year it's the same thing, and every single year you see guys who have who know their careers coming to an end, and they're just playing unbelievable. It's just something I've seen ever since my true freshman year here as the elevated play of of guys who who see their career coming to an end. I think one guy on our team who you're especially seeing that from is Jake Hava. Uh, throughout the past couple. Of, the end of the season in the in the playoffs, he's been playing phenomenal ball, just really affecting quarterbacks, the run game, um, and it's something that you can tell that guys want to finish off their career um, on a high note. When it comes to just playing in this atmosphere and, and getting a chance to play against another blue blood and all that stuff, plus a trip to Frisco on the line, I mean, what's the mentality coming in here for North Dakota State? It's going to be us versus us, really. Uh, Montana's a great, great program. Uh, not taking anything away from that at all. But it's going to be, we're going to have to execute and do well on our end. Um, and if we can if we can handle business on our end, um, we'll be just fine. But we have to make sure that we're executing, we're doing our assignments, um, and we're using really, really, we're trusting our teammates, we're using good technique. And that's going to, that's what every game comes down to. How well can you execute your own position and trust your teammates to do it as well? And so if we can go out and do that come Saturday, uh, we'll, we will, no matter the outcome, we'll perform well. Well, it should be a fun one. Uh, last thing for you then, keys for you guys, uh, keys for the Bison, if you guys are going to come to Missoula and get a win. Yeah, just like I said, we have to execute execute our assignment each play. We have to communicate extremely well and be on the same page. Uh, it's going to be a, a hectic atmosphere, and we have to make sure that we're we're all on the same page, we're communicating well, and we're executing our jobs. That's going to be the biggest the biggest uh, contributor to the outcome of the game. Cole Wazeski, the uh, senior safety for the North Dakota State Bison here on Nuanas Now. Cole, appreciate the time, man. Look forward to the game on Saturday. Maybe we'll say hi when we, you get here, but in the meantime, best of luck this week. Safe travels, and thanks for taking a minute for us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on, and uh, go Bison. There you go. Well, best safeties in the FCS. Uh, impressive. We'll discuss more about what he means to their secondary and some more matchup analysis of North Dakota State at Montana. Next, keep it right here. New on us now, ESPN Radio. Oh, by the way, that's our ESPN Roundtable. Thanks to Paradise Falls for their continued support of the ESPN Roundtable. Need a place to watch the Grizz game? Go check them out there, 3621 Brook Street in Missoula. Missoula's coolest hotspot. Top hits from August 2015. That's the last time the North Dakota State Bison were in Missoula until now. Saturday, 2.30 p.m. Center stage across all the FCS. And it should be a heck of a game. Welcome back. New Otis Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Usually, right now, during this slot, we have our Grizz Star of the Week. Uh, but we are still trying to collaborate and uh, join up with uh, Junior Bergen, he is our Grizz Star of the Week this week. We'll get him if we can. If not, we'll just talk about him. It's a busy time of year, man. I mean, it's finals, and you got the SCS playoffs. 
I was hoping Junior could come down in the studio because uh, we also have some NIL stuff for him because we have he has some NIL deals and we got some clients that we're collaborating with him on. So stay tuned for that. If it happens later on this week, that's great. If not, we'll uh, just do a little segment about his great accomplishments. But we'll keep on talking uh, all things Grizz playoffs. Uh, today and the rest of the weekend, the uh, rest of the calendar year as well. And a lot of our Grizz playoff coverage presented by the Advocates. You may not need them now, but when you do, the Advocates will be here for you. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an Advocate. No out-of-pocket expenses ever. They're available 24-7, 365, even during the holidays. Visit MontanaAdvocates.com or call 406-640-4444. And remember, you deserve an Advocate. A few pieces of news for you. Uh, over the last couple days. First of all, a couple Montana-made guys who got uh, some elevated coaching opportunities. Clay Bignell, former Helena Capital product, former Montana State All-Big Sky linebacker. He has been at Eastern Illinois, and he just got hired as the defensive coordinator at Southern Miss. So congratulations to him. Uh, that's cool. You guess we'll move to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. So that's a that'll be an adventure. I got a cousin that lives in Hattiesburg, and uh, she said it's a whole different world than up here in Montana. Oh boy! <laughs> and she's from Coeur d'Alene, but same diff, whole different world. Uh, also, Kane Iona Billings product, who was a Montana State legend. He has re- most recently been at Boise State. Now he's headed to Nevada to uh, join Jeff Choate's staff there in Reno. And then this l- latest one is brand new. Former Montana coach Stu Morrill, who's a friend of the show, uh, one of our subjects on our Grizz Greats, the Coaching Tree podcast series, and the all-time leader in wins in Utah State history. They will name the basketball court after Coach Morrill. So that just came down the pipe. That's pretty cool. cool. Utah State has had, sort of quietly, some of the great success of all of mid-major basketball. And they're a perennial NCAA tournament contender. They've won so many different games. Coach Morrill won so many different games there. Uh, for the Aggies, and now, of course, another Montana guy is there, Danny Sprinkle leading the way there at Utah State. So, um, congratulations to Coach Morrill for being honored, a, a uh, justifiable, no doubt, honor. The uh, the 2015 NDSU game, I think, is one of the most unforgettable. By the way, Regime Seabrook joined us here hey. uh, in studio. I think it's one of the most unforgettable games I've watched at Washington Grizzly Stadium because of a conglomeration of factors. First of all, it was a week zero game. This FCS kickoff, it was like the second one of these. They started doing this about 10 years ago where they played a week zero game before anybody else in college football started. The last couple, actually last handful of these have mostly been like some of the HBCUs, some of the SWAC schools have been playing these, and, that, and that's a distinctly cool thing. But when they did this uh, in 2015, it was the defending national champs in North Dakota State versus uh, this perennial power in Montana. It also happened to be Bob Stitt's first game as a head coach at Montana. And I'll also never forget just how smoky it was that summer and that day. All the pictures look totally different than any other pictures we've ever had at Skyline Sports because of how much smoke was in the air and how much smoke was in the stadium. But then it also played out like an all-time classic game. I mean, it was a back-and-forth Brady Gustafson played out of his mind. Carson Wentz got hurt, but then he kept playing, and he also played out of his mind in the second half, and it goes back and forth, back and forth, until Montana, Joey Counts, scores a touchdown in the waning seconds, and uh, Montana basically walks it off, and they win 38-35. Now, the way people remember that game now sometimes is colored by the fact that the Grizz lost the next two weeks, and they had an up-and-down year where they kind of had to fight to get in the playoffs, but it was a great start to the year. What do you remember about that uh, that afternoon? I remember I had a, a lot of hair. 
It was a lot thicker. wasn't as gray as it is today. Because it just <laughs> feels like, I don't know, it feels like a, a flash forward. I feel like that, that, that game just it ages people. You know what I mean? The, the energy from within. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's all kind of surreal right now with, with, the, with the promise of what's about to come into fruition on Saturday, what just took place with Furman, going back, uh, you know, in, in the Tuba Yes years and the Grizz Annals. It's, it's, it's weird, Coulter. It's very, very, very weird. I don't know what to think, man. Um, you know, the Grizz haven't been in this situation in quite some time. How they got here is crazy. When you compare and contrast teams uh, from from the past and Bobby's first stint to now, like there's so many things to like unpack and talk about, but there's almost too many things to think about to formulate one concentrated answer right now. Just to be fair to myself, it, it, totally. It, it's been fascinating too because we've seen so much crossover with both North Dakota State and South Dakota State in the playoffs with Montana State, State. Yeah, right. Like the Bobcats have had their season end at the hands of either. North Dakota State or South Dakota State, the last, ever since 2014, they lost to South Dakota State in 20 years. I mean, 20, they had a span where they didn't make the playoffs, but 2014, they lost to South Dakota State. 2018, 19, and 21, they lost to North Dakota State. Last eight years. 22, South Dakota State. 23, totally. North Dakota State. So we've seen these Dakotas with Montana State a ton. It seems like the most common crossover reporter for the Grizz during that span has been Eastern Washington, which has been kind of lame because that's a it's a conference opponent and a rival. And so it's kind of it's kind of silly when you play them in the playoffs. Although the Grizz did have great success against Eastern the last time they came to Missoula back in 2021. Uh, but last year, though, the Grizz did get a North Dakota State and they they hung for the first two and a half quarters and then they kind of got ran out of the Fargo. Oh, yeah. So uh, that's where I'll go next then. The fact is that North Dakota State hasn't ever had to go on the road in the playoffs during this whole run until this year. Now they've got back-to-back road playoff wins. So does that help them coming into Washington Grizzly Stadium? What do you think of just the element of home, home field advantage? There's two ways to look at it. I think road wins develop a certain amount of grit. You know, no matter how, if you play pretty, if you play nasty, it develops a certain amount of grit, knowing that you can be, it's, it's like having that cousin or that uncle that you, you don't really want there, but they're bad company when they get there. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh man, there's that uncle again. I'm only glad I see him during weddings and funerals, you know? <laughs> It's it's that mentality, like that that road warrior. Oh man, here they come down the road. Here they, they're coming for a visit. He comes to bad company, and I think that that grit gives certain teams edges. The quiet confines of home. The flip side for the Grizz, like it's nice to wake up and put your put your slippers on and have a cup of Joe and relax and and let the day unfurl while you're at home. I think. NDSU comes in here strong, Coulter. I think they come in road-weary or not, road-warrior mentality or not, gritty or not, and they're coming in to say, hey, we're going to be that cousin you don't want inviting back into your home. Well, it's now you spin radio. You want Lady Grizz tickets? We got some for you to get the New Year kicked off. They have home games on December 29th and December 31st. The 29th is a Friday. It's a 7 p.m. tip against Weaver State. And the... Uh, the 31st is a Sunday, which is a matinee, a little 2 p.m. on New Year's Eve day. They play Idaho State that day. So keep the texts coming in, 406-888-1029. Any and all texts will get you entered in to win some tickets. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take one more break, mm-hmm. and then we'll come back and we'll give you our last pair of football tickets. We got two more tickets Ooh. to North Dakota State and Montana 
What we need from you is to call us and ask us a question. What do you need to what do you want us to talk about? What do you need to know about this matchup? 406-888-1029. Call anytime during the break. And uh, the producers will get you on the line, and then we'll have you on the show here when we come back. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Nuanas Now on ESPN Radio. Oh, top hits from 2015. That's the last time North Dakota State was in Missoula. That's your playlist for today. Appreciate you tuning in. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Tickets galore. We've been giving them to you all show long. Uh, keep the texts coming in. If you want Lady Grizz basketball tickets, we got them for the 29th and the 31st of this month. Weber State on Friday of the the last Friday of 2023. And uh, Idaho State in town for the last Sunday of 2023. So keep those texts coming in. 406-888-1029. We'll also have another pair of tickets for you to football tomorrow. So stay tuned for that. Andrew Houghton will be Steering the ship, and uh, he'll give you a pair to uh, Montana, North Dakota State. So stay tuned for that. The uh, question, by the way, it's Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Miss anything of the show today, you can always find it on the podcast. Everything from uh, how quickly Montana sold out to quarterfinals rehashing with Sam Herter to a Montana State Redux and an Idaho State Redux to Grizz Hockey to our ESPN Roundtable with Cole Wisniewski, a senior safety from NDSU, to uh, more continued talk about this matchup. All of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore. Andrew had a great question yesterday about... If Montana beats North Dakota State and they go to the national championship game, where does Clifton McDowell fit in to the lore of Montana quarterbacks? So now our our latest question from a a caller is uh, the hierarchy of quarterbacks. I know you're going through this, Rajim. So uh, what do you you think? Number one, first and foremost, is D-squared, D-nice, Dave Dickinson. There's just... No one even close to being what what he was. Um, so yeah, he's number one. Number two, number two is hard because there's 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 football players and then there's heroics, right? So some people are going to say Johnny Edwards, who was serviceable and was heroic in his quarterback play. But person who's playing strictly quarterback for playoff teams and or national contenders, I got to go with number two with Brian Ayotte. The guy agree? Okay. Then number three, number three, man, you can go 3A, 3B, 3C. Because there's, you know, there's Clifton McDowell's had a good run in one year. Um, you know, there's there, there are a couple of others. But I, I, I would say that as of right now, Clifton might be in that top five. Just based off playoff experience, not yeah. full bodies of yeah. work, yeah. not how many appearances, just for playoff conversation. But Dave's up. Dave's number one. My number three, because I agree with you on one. I, one, one is unquestionable. 
Dead Dickinson brought the first national championship Period. to Montana. He was the first Walter Payton Award winner in Period. school history. Thank you. He threw 116 touchdowns compared Woo. to like 20 picks. I mean, his, his statistics are absolutely absurd. phenomenal. And they don't even include the playoff stats from a couple of those years, too. So you, you combine the playoff stats and the the regular I mean, he's the three-time Big Sky Conference Offensive Player of the Year. And they, he was only a three-year starter, so that's as good as you can do. So D- Super Dave's number one, for sure. I agree with you as Ayat number two. Ayat was unbelievably fun to watch. Ayat would probably have a, a national championship ring himself if it wasn't for uh, a man named Randy Moss. Yeah, and uh, you know having to play, he was okay having to play uh, Marshall in the Thundering Herd at Huntington, West Virginia. Mm. My th- number three though, and this is not a homer pick, just because he's one of my great friends and a guy who's mentored me a lot. But it's because he guided the Grizz through what was a tumultuous time, and he helped lay the foundation for all of this. It's Marty Mornowick. Coach, okay. Mar- Coach Marty was okay. once upon a time All American Marty, and Marty yes. Marty was a first team All American in 1982 as a sophomore when the Grizz won the Big Sky Conference title. Now the 1982 title was the Grizz' first Big Sky title as a Division One member. The FCS was created in 1978. The Grizz hadn't won a title since 1969. Uh, so then, when the Grizz won it in 1982, that's a moment that is. Uh, and very important because mm. even though then they had a whole bunch of other stuff go down, Coach Marty got hurt the next year, mm-hmm. and then he had some other stuff that uh, delayed his uh, his availability, and then Larry Donovan got fired. But all of that is what convinced people that you could win at Montana. Then they raised all the money to build Washington Grizzly Stadium, and that was the thing that set the stage for. Don Reed, and then Tim Houck, and then all of the came afterwards. So mm. I do think you have a whole bunch of guys in that mix for number three. Craig Oaks has got to be in there. He that, was, he's he was my number four. He was a great player, but he only played here for two years. Two years, yeah. Uh, Drew Miller was really good in the early two thousands. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Cole Berquist was great in the oh, late two yeah. thousands. Oh, went yeah. to national championship game. Andrew Sells, underrated quarterback in Grizz history. Oh, there you go. He went undefeated his senior year in two thousand nine. Jordan Johnson, obviously, even though he was much maligned and had a lot of uh, stuff around him, him yeah. to be able to come back from all that that he yes, went sir. through and then have a you know an all conference year, uh, he was definitely good. Um, Brett Pease has to be in there somewhere too. I mean, the guy got drafted in the NFL. That was back when the NFL had Sneed thirteen rounds of drafts. So Sneed, Sneed was definitely uh, okay. You know, it's, yeah. I mean, Sneed was definitely an all conference type of player. Yeah, absolutely. So there's been some really good ones. I do think, though, how far you lead your team colors the way that people remember you. Absolutely. And McDowell, his statistics are are fine. They're good. But his presence and his ability to help the Grizz turn the corner has been so pivotal to this run. Without a doubt. And if he wins one more, now all of a sudden you break down what's been this long drought, and boom, you're into the national championship game. And and that in itself, I mean, nobody references how many touchdowns Johnny Montana threw. Nobody knows John Edwards' statistics. All they know is that he won won. the national championship. Period. Clifton McDowell will be in that same deal. But I got to say, my number three has got to be Marty Mornowig. The juice, baby. The The juice. juice. We're going to juice it up. I love when he does that. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Uh, You will hear from me for the rest of the week, but you won't see me until next Monday. And uh, we will uh, give you a fine send-off after the weekend is over. Tomorrow, we got another, uh, of course, jam-packed lineup because this is how we roll around here. You'll hear from Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, some of his thoughts leading up to this NDSU game. There's also a new upstart baseball team, the Oakland Ballers, and they'll be smattering in competition with several of the Pioneer League teams. Jeff Safford has more on the details behind that. Brooks Nuanez will join us for all football all the time. A little Sports Bet Montana segment. We'll also hear from 
Jalen Sundell, All-American offensive lineman from North Dakota State, and uh, whatever else Andrew and Jeff want to talk about. Probably talk some baseball, talk some Shohei Otani, the $700 million man. I can't believe we're even saying that. (laughs) And uh, anything else these guys want to fill in the blanks with. Can't believe it's actually come true. If you would have told me back in 2009 that it would take 15 years for the Grizz to get back to hosting a semifinal game, I would have told you you were outside of your mind. You were crazy. But that's what it's been. I think it's a great lesson in how hard it is to sustain success in sports. The Grizz have been plenty successful during that time period. They just haven't been elite. But now they're back in the ranks of the elite, and they have the elite team of the last decade coming to town. So it should be a wonderful Saturday afternoon. If you want to come hang out with us, we'll be down at the Chamber of Commerce parking lot all afternoon, broadcasting, leading up to the 2.30 kickoff. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as well. I know these tickets that we got are as good as gold. They're prized commodities. So we'll have one more pair of tickets for you tomorrow. Uno mas. Montana, North Dakota State. So be sure to tune in to Nuanas now tomorrow. Thanks for being here, man. It was fun hanging out. It was the longest we've hung out in a long time. I know, man. Did it, I did I miss the wing at Wednesday? Oh, yeah. We did the wings with Coach uh, with Coach Anderson from uh, Gris Hockey. So. I, I guess I didn't win for the 52nd <laughs> week in a row. We'll be back at it tomorrow with tickets and much more. We'll see you then. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with their shirt it. on, and it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> the <laughs> University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.